0: Some people like the Misfits version. I love the Sam Hain one because it's called Halloween 2, which makes me think that they're celebrating the movie Halloween 2, which uh, is really um, the last good entry into the Hollywood franchise, in my opinion. Halloween 1 and 2, great movies. I like Halloween 3, even though Michael Myers is not in it. It's um, an unsung classic, in my opinion. Anyway, Halloween 2020 is probably going to go down in the books as the all-time worst Halloween in history, in my opinion. I think that's uh, pretty true. I usually love this time of year. Last year, I went to the Salem Horror Festival, and I had a great time. I had an outstanding couple of days up there. Uh, I vowed that the next year... I was gonna go for an entire week, and that would have been right now. (laughs) So instead, I'm just sitting here, uh, it's Friday, I worked a hellish week at my job, and uh, sitting here by myself in the dark, me and the cat, and um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do tomorrow. (laughs) Anyway, I thought these plague diaries, they they become just a thing now. It's not necessarily uh, there seems to be no duration or no end in sight. So I'm just gonna you know keep going with this title, man, this name until things actually change. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Nick, this is for you. Thanks for reaching out. I'm not going to use your last name because I know that uh, you know people like their privacy, and I totally respect that. Thanks for getting in touch. Uh, there was three things that Nick wanted to ask about. Uh, one of them was for Metal Matters, the Gimme Metal podcast that I host, which comes out every single week on Tuesday. And uh, his recommendation was to get a workout enthusiast uh, and come up with some kind of playlist with them. I'm still looking into that. I had a couple ideas Uh, There's always Eugene Robinson, who's good for something like that. Um, I might hit him up. Uh, There's Gavin Van Vlack, the owner of uh, Physical Culture Collective, the gym out in Bushwick, as well as, uh, you know, he was in Burn, Die 116, um, you know, that kind of thing. I could talk to him. These are just some ideas that I had. Uh, he's more of a physical, physical culture specialist, I would say, since he's like, you know, certified in a bunch of different things. He's got like a brown belt in jujitsu and used to be a professional uh, kickboxer. But um, but yeah, he might have some interesting entries into a playlist for uh, working out. I actually got to say that I do not have a set playlist uh, at the gym. I go to at the gym, you know, I, I train at this gym called Driven Gym in Woodbridge, New Jersey. You're sort of beholden to what they have going on at the system there, and um, you know usually it's some kind of new school hip hop or uh, or sometimes there's like an old school thing going on. I remember one Friday night, you know Friday nights like freestyle pad night, and uh, we we're listening to like Michael Jackson and stuff from the '80s, and uh, I don't know, I like that. Like when I'm when I'm on my own, actually when I go running. I like to have a little playlist going on, but I'll listen to an entire record. Uh, for a while, I was listening to Red Harvest. Um, yeah, I was running through their catalog and uh, just ha- putting the record on and just running because I hate running, actually. But I do it because it's a great way of getting some steady state cardio in. <clears throat> I can't run on the streets because my knees are so fucked up. But um, I, ru- I run at Roosevelt Park over in Ford's and uh, there's a field, you can run on the grass, and I'll just put you know Red Harvest in or the swans. Those are like my, my kind of go-to workout uh, jams. Uh, number two on Nick's list is um, Monarchy of Shadows, the song Necroalchemy. He wants to know what the story is with that. And uh, yeah, thanks for asking, man, I appreciate that. Um, you know, we have a brand new record coming out uh, in a couple of weeks, actually, November twentieth, under sullen skies, and I don't want to, and everyone to forget that we had an EP that came out in February called Monarchy of Shadows. Both of these are on Season of Mist. Um, so far, everything's been cool with those guys. It's uh, a lot of the same people I worked with when um, when Tunes was on Relapse back uh, several years ago. Um, but yeah, anyway, Necroalchemy. Uh, that song essentially is about uh, dying and the transformation of your flesh into the material of the, the basic raw materials. I mean, you know, alchemy is, uh, you know, the study of transforming material into another material. And, uh, you know, back on Savage Gold, I was talking about you know old alchemists trying to turn base metals into gold and uh self-improvement and going to a higher spiritual state and uh necro-alchemy, i guess is taking a more sophisticated system going undergoing a transformation in this case death and returning to its base materials and then ultimately getting recycled back into the cycle of life, you know? And um, yeah, it's essentially what that song's about. And uh, you know, a lot of the tomb stuff has to do with death and it's kind of morbid ideas. And uh, I don't know, I like, uh, think about it a lot. You know, life goes on, the years start stacking up. You start wondering how many more summers you actually have left in this reality before you pass on into the next, into the abyss like step into the darkness of death and uh yeah maybe that's maybe that's why i'm thinking about a lot of this stuff you know i don't know how many more years i have left on this planet you know hopefully hopefully a few but uh yeah the especially these days you know if you look at the news you hear about death and people dying and you know tragedies and all this sort of stuff and it's always in the forefront of your mind of the uh fragility of human life i guess so anyway that's what that song's about there's a a pretty sweet slam in there and um there's a little story behind that i guess too um i've always loved mosh parts (laughs) and i would never actually played in a band that had too many mosh parts and um that's kind of i guess like my midlife crisis with slams is uh you know i guess like some dudes hit a certain point in their life and they start driving muscle cars around. I guess for me, I hit a certain part of my life and I start writing mosh parts into uh, songs. But I mean, my uh, my 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 kind of um, avoidance of those dates all the way back to the '90s, when I was in this band called Otis, which was kind of. I mean, hey, I, I'm happy I did it because it opened it. it me in on the map as far as doing this kind of thing and i was able to tour and make records and all that stuff it was like my entry into this life this lifelong pursuit that i've been on and uh i you know that band was kind of a helmet ripoff in a lot of ways so why not what a perfect band to put mosh parts in you know but there's the bass player in the band who he played in this band but he also thought that he was like a little too sophisticated to play mosh parts. So there was always this, uh, Oh yeah, we don't want to do that. This like biohazard thing. We don't want to get into that kind of world, you know, where, where dudes can like dance and stuff like that and, you know, smash each other. So I guess I carried that with me for a really long time. You uh, know, my avoidance of writing mosh parts and, uh, I guess playing with these guys down here and, uh, that's that's their bread and butter, man. All these dudes that I'm in the band with right now, that's they love it. So it it enabled me to come up with a part, you know, that slam part in uh, necromaniac um necromaniacs, in uh necroalchemy. And um I think there's going to be a lot more stuff like that on the horizon for tombs. It was a lot of fun writing that kind of stuff. And it's very satisfying and playing it live. If we ever get to play live again, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's interactive with the, with the people in the watching the set, you know, people seem to get into it on a physical level. And uh, Nick, you asked about Habib and Justin Gaethje. And uh, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to, Address this before the fight. It was a great fight, but uh, I was one of those people who thought Habib was going to win. And um, not no, you know, all respect to Justin Gaethje, uh, I just know that um, there's a reason why Justin doesn't wrestle anymore. You know what I mean? He tries to beat everyone up on the feet, and there's a reason why Habib is ultimately able to get pretty much everyone he he fights onto the mat. And uh, I just thought that pretty much in any fight in MMA, the superior wrestler always has a huge advantage. And, um, it went pretty much the way I thought it was going to go. I didn't, I did not think it was going to be a, a five round fight. I thought that Habib was going to get his hands on him and, and that was going to be it. And, um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think Gaethje will be a champion at some point. And, um, I don't know. It was just an interesting fight, man. I thought it was cool. And Hey man, respect to Habib Nurmagomedov for, for retiring with a 29 and 0 record. And that to me is mind blowing that he's He basically undefeated. I mean, I, it's debatable if he even lost any rounds, (laughs) you know, which is pretty crazy. And um, so, yeah, sorry. uh, You know, I, I, I know you hit me up before the fight, and and I wasn't able to get anything together to give my prediction, but this is more of my reflections on the fight. This weekend is kind of interesting. Anderson Silva, his uh, alleged last fight. um, I don't know if I want to see Anderson fight anymore, you know. You know, and Uriah Hall is a fine fighter. Never, I mean... Everyone thought he was going to be the next uh, Anderson Silva, so it's kind of cool that these two guys are fighting finally. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I might tune in, you know. Since I got nothing else to do, there's no cool Halloween things going on. It's just going to be me and the cat here by, by ourselves, so maybe I'll watch the fight. It's on ESPN, so we'll see what happens, you know. In addition to it to it being the eve of Halloween, it's also the eve of one of the most surreal elections in the history of the United States. <laughs> and um, yeah, I know that in the past I said that I was gonna sit this one out and thanks for checking me on that. I appreciate uh, Ed for, for calling me on it and questioning me uh, whether or not I would I actually was going to vote. And my response to you, I want to share with everyone else. I've actually already voted. I right after the first debate, I'm like, oh shit. I need to play him. I need to do my part, man. Even though I don't, I'm not wild about Joe Biden. You know, I don't, I don't think, um, I have no idea why he got the nomination. I mean, obviously we were, we're in a corrupt system and, and the needs of the people is not necessarily being served. But all I, I do know is that we need to get Donald Trump out of office. And I'd rather take a gamble with Joe. Uh, yeah. Joe Biden. than. uh, take a gamble with another four years of Donald Trump and um so I already voted I voted by mail uh you know I got my my ballot and um I I dropped it off at the at the spot so hopefully it gets counted I mean I know how crazy is it how crazy is it that people are worried about the USPS actually delivering their mail you know it's funny um I don't know if I said this before but uh Looking back in history, when the Roman Empire was crumbling, one of the things that they experienced was the inability to get parcels from one corner of the empire to the other. And uh, I think it's interesting that Trump, his, his ongoing battle with the USPS, and uh, how that might be this weird sign that our empire is about to fall too. Uh, also, there, there's a documentary series on Amazon about the, the Nazis' occult um, symbology. I think it's called, I mean, there's, I, know there, I have a book actually called The Occult Ro- Roots of Nazism, which goes into that stuff. But uh, a lot of the sort of concepts that Hitler had when the National Socialist Party came into power Is it, is there a, I mean, Trump's whole thing is an echo of that in some ways, like the denial of science and, you know, all this, like these whacked out ideas, conspiracies, like all this kind of stuff. It's, uh, it's such an interesting parallel. I mean, I know people throw the term Nazi around very, very easily these days, you know, but I do believe, I mean, also Trump's father was, uh, a supporter of the KKK and, uh, I don't know it's just it's just such a bizarre time you know and add into that this uh pandemic that we're living through and uh yeah it's it's definitely an an interesting time to be alive you know a time that there are there are definitely days where I go by where I'm like man I kind of I wish I'd tapped out before I saw any of this stuff <laughs> like I wish I'd, I I wish I hadn't lived to see the the the, the situation that we're in you know but I guess when it hopefully this thing comes to an end at some point, hopefully Trump gets doesn't get elected again and that gets we get to close the chapter on that. But uh, yeah, there's uh, man, there's a lot of energy out there thinking I'm just thinking about the election and how crazy that's gonna be. And there are probably people out there right now sharpening their swords, like waiting to uh, start raising hell, you know. I mean, it's it's like this very Tense time, you know, you know, the police stuff, uh, you know, the black lives matter stuff, you know, all this crazy shit's going on this year, man. And it's like looking back, if we make it that far, it'll, it'll definitely be a good story to tell somebody, you know? Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I got other shows that come out every week. We got, like I mentioned, uh, metal matters that's uh gimme radios or gimme metals official podcast there's necromaniacs which just comes out every thursday it's horror related and i do that with mike scandato who's been on this podcast a few times over the years uh, and jeff Kashid, formerly of isis and uh yeah i just wanted to talk to you guys mainly because i was bored and uh you know nick got in touch with me wanted to hit up his requests and uh it just seemed fitting to say something before the elections and regardless of like what your you know, your, your political beliefs are, I hope you go out and vote like this time of year, this time it's, it's for, it's for all the money, man, this time it's important. And, uh, conspiracy theories are afoot, you know, and now it's like these, it's just insane. You know, I know back in the nineties I was like a big time conspiracy theory, uh, you know, sort of, guy. I used to love reading about that stuff, but now it seems like real. It doesn't even seem like a theory anymore. Anyway, I'm going to take you guys out. Um, oh yeah. By the way, Tombs has a brand new official YouTube channel. Um, we posted the video for The Hunger, which is um, a track off the new record, Under Sullen Skies. And uh, it was a lot of fun doing that song. It was not an accident that we released that around Halloween because it's uh, got mad like vampire references. The song is about a vampire. And uh, I wrote that song actually almost as a joke. I remember sitting on the on the couch and I was like thinking about John Christ and the way he plays guitar on the first Danzig record and how much I love Sam and and. Glenn Danzig's lyrics and just, like, how cool that like those bands were. And I wrote these riffs that ended up being The Hunger. And I was like, oh, this is, like, you know, a song. Maybe I, maybe this can be a single or a 7-inch or something or something we just put out on a demo. I don't know if it was actually any good. So I ended up – I wrote the whole thing in one night. I made a demo. I sent it to the guys, and everyone was into it. And um ended up on the new album. And this video is like – a fun video you know horror it's uh, all the stuff I like you know we got of course uh, Wesley Snipes has blade is in there you know I'm always a big fan of uh, blade I thought that was a great character but yeah it's on our brand new YouTube channel so check it out um, any of you guys follow me on Facebook I posted it um, you know th- yesterday and uh, you can you can subscribe. We're gonna we're gonna actually gonna be very interactive with the channel this time around. There was another channel that uh, was set up by uh, a group of people, and um, none of us have access to it, so it's I guess technically not not an official channel of ours. And um, yeah, you know, we got stuff on on you know Metal Blade and Relapse and Season of Mist, but this one is our actual channel. We're gonna be uh, active putting up content on there you know playthrough playthrough videos uh miscellaneous stuff like that all of our other videos that we have out over the years um there's a video from a while back for a cover of heroes the david bowie song and um that's going to go up on there in the next couple weeks and uh yeah check it out you know like i said there's going to be some other stuff on there some other interactive things And um, yeah, subscribe, and you'll you'll be part of you'll be in on the ground floor. So, anyway, I'm gonna take you guys out with Mother of Mercy. It's another song that we uh, we covered several years ago, and that that song's gonna be up on the channel too. And uh, everyone have a safe Halloween, and I'll see you on the other side. Take care.